0: Hey, welcome back to Hour Two of Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. So I had a caller call in right before the end of the last segment, and we're going to bring him in. It's somebody that I talked to the other day. He's got a movement that's been traveling all over the country called Banners for Freedom. I'm going to bring him back on the line with us here. Hey there, Robert. You still with us?
1: Yes, ma'am. I am.
0: Hi there. So uh, you're with Banners for Freedom, right? Is that the name of the group?
1: that's that's correct
0: so why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself and what it is that you've been doing i'm pretty uh pretty interested in in what you got going on
1: sure well you know first i want to say thank you for what what y'all are doing thank you in new mexico you know ringing that freedom bell it's so important that we have these conversations and i just commend you for doing that you know the times that we're living in it's uh it's pretty, pretty interesting, pretty exciting. And, you know, I think everyone has a purpose in, in this, uh, this mission, uh, for, to, you know, to save America. Yeah. And that's, uh, something that, that my wife and I, uh, <laughs> it, it was a mission that was put in front of us. We didn't plan on it. Uh, we, we, you know, we were simply just trying to wake up our community and, you know, we were talking about our County commissioner meetings, uh, trying to you know provide them a alternative, view of what this pandemic was all about and you know through a series of you know victories and also some censorship uh there was a billboard in town you know we live in a small town called bonham texas right outside of dallas northeastern mm-hmm. part of texas there and uh, she saw this billboard and said babe i think this is how we're supposed to get the message up to our community and at first i thought she was crazy i'm like billboards like, we're not billboard people. I'm just a general contractor, right? <laughs> uh, we've never done anything like that. Didn't have a social media account. And I was like, I'm already speaking at a county commissioner meeting, you know, I'm already taking an ad out on the paper, you know, I had all these excuses. But then she reminded me they're coming after the children. You know, this was about the time they were putting these uh pop up clinics in in the uh, schools and trying to force a jab on people. I said, you know what? That's a line you don't cross, this is war, and we need to do something. So we put up a we put up a billboard ad, and it was simply the the data straight from the health and human services website. It's called the VAR system, vaccine adverse reaction.
0: Right. Uh,
1: reporting System. there. And just trying to give people a, um, an informed decision because they just weren't being informed. They didn't realize that in November of 2021, there was eight hundred thousand injuries just from the C nineteen jab itself that was reported to the system. You know, and, 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 thing
0: point, only, and you know, Robert, the thing I've pointed out before on this stuff is like in previous so called vaccines, there could have been only a handful of adverse reactions and they took it off they took it off the market. But this is different.
1: That's absolutely correct. And and they did. And and this time they'd completely ignored it. And Harvard did a study for uh, the CDC on the VARs reporting system that's been around since the 19 1990. And they determined that only 1% of adverse reactions are actually reported to the system. Mm-hmm. So when you've got 800,000 injuries of November, 2021, just from this one vaccine, and I believe it was like 15,000 reported deaths, uh, that being 1% is uh, obviously extremely alarming. So we just put that information up. That's it. You know, You know, 800,000 injuries from the C-19 jab, according to the VAR system. But we weren't a source of information, right? Like I said, I didn't have a social media account. So what we were doing is putting up other people's logos and URLs. Like, here's a source to go to. Go to andweknow.com. You know, go to the Reawaken America Tour Conference. You know, go to Stu Peters. Uh, Go to these people who've got, you know, more information than we do. And little did we know um, that that one act right there was going to lead to us being asked to speak at reawakened conferences all across the U.S., raising hundreds of thousands of dollars and putting up um, hundreds of billboards uh, all across this country, and including a board in Times Square for ten months, if you can believe that. You
0: know, Robert, this reminds me of kind of how uh, way back during biblical days when uh, Jesus was gathering up disciples, uh, people, just unlikely people that you never would imagine that they would have really, uh, you know, meant anything to anybody, and then these, sudden, these people are suddenly activated because uh, they, they were called to do something, and I, and I feel like, you know, you've been called to do something kind of like I've been called to do what I'm doing, and I, I, I never yeah. thought that I would end up being a talk radio host. Um, you know, it's, I've loved radio my entire life, but this just kind of happened. It wasn't something I pursued.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, and, you know, he's doing that in so many people's lives right now. You know, he's using the, 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 the common person, right, uh, the people that aren't qualified. And he does that because he gets the glory, right? He equips those who he calls, you know, sort of thing. Sure. And it's a, it's a testimony uh, to what, you know, to what anybody, any individual can do, right? Because it's not, it's not about us, you know, it's not by power, not by might, but by, by the Spirit of God. Uh you know, he um you know, if the Lord's force we can be against us, right? So, you know, he quickly started creating so many testimonies along the way that we were able to share with others and inspire them. Hey, look, you know, just you know just do the best that you can do each and every day with what's put in front of you. Cause you have no idea what he's preparing you for tomorrow. You know, it's like, had we not went to that one reawakened conference before all this started, had we not went down to our County commissioner meetings and, and had those conversations that were uncomfortable, you know, had, had I not said yes to my wife on that one billboard, we wouldn't be doing what we're doing today. I wouldn't be sitting in the Trump hotel overlooking Vegas right now, right? <laughs> getting ready to go to a reawakening conference. I mean, it's it's very surreal. Uh, so know, tell but, us what you know, goes you know, on at God one God.
0: of the what goes on at one of these reawakened conferences. Tell tell us a little bit about that.
1: Sure, you know, you know, the first one we went to was in Tampa, Florida, and mm-hmm. we didn't know what to expect, and we sort of did because we saw some things, you know, on online of, of what they were doing and these people meeting, and they weren't wearing masks, and this was in, in the middle of lockdown, the pandemic, and they're talking about freedom. We're like, you know, those are our kind of people. We, we, you know, we we weren't involved in anything. So we're like, hey, why don't we go down to the Tampa one? We showed up. There was eight thousand people underneath a tent in Tampa, Florida. Amazing. And and what really struck us was when the national anthem was played, just to kick it off, right? There was some there was some praise and worship music, and in the national anthem, and people were raising their hands and and worshiping God during the national anthem. I said, you know what, this is what it's about. It's not just about politics. It's not just about, you know, um, you know being spiritual. It's both, right? It's truth and spirit. And these people are here uh, looking for both. And it, it, was, it was very inspiring. And, you know, you have all these speakers that come up. I mean, I think there's like 60 speakers uh, throughout the day. I mean, this goes on from 8 o'clock in the morning till, till 8 or 9 o'clock at night. And, you know, there's people out there like General Flynn. You know, this is a General Flynn Clay Clark reawakened tour conference. And General Flynn was, you know, down in, when we were in Tampa, he was like, hey, guys, we got to get involved. You know, we we we're part of the plan here. Right. Local action creates national impact, meaning we need to get involved locally. We need to get involved in our in, in the politics of our counties and we need to take action and then we'll affect the entire nation. So we we took that advice, you know, uh, reluctantly a little yeah. bit. because We've never been involved in anything. And we said, okay, let's let's get involved. Let's go down our county commissioners. and And because of that, uh, you know it's 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 grown to a national thing, you know, at least for us, by putting up billboards mm-hmm. all across the nation and speaking at different conferences.
0: That's fantastic, Robert. And you're coming to Albuquerque,
1: right? We are. We're really excited about that. You know, Tim McLean with America's Assembly. Oh, yeah, America's Tim's a good an guy. Yeah. Assembly. He's, a, he's a great guy. And mm-hmm. I believe he introduced me to you and also Joshua James.
2: Yep. Uh, he's, yep. he's
1: here in Vegas with us. And we're going to be coming to Albuquerque. We're, so we're on a tour. You know, this is another mission. It's like, you know, when you're faithful in one thing, God will put something else in front of you, I guess. Well, he, he, said, he said, go on a tour. He said, go out to the people. And it wasn't something that we just woke up one day and said, hey, let's do a tour because we don't have an RV. We don't have funding. We don't know where we're going. Right. Sure. Um, it, it, it actually took about a year of the Lord convincing us, hey, this is what I want you to do. And it was at it was the beginning of this year where it happened so frequently through different confirmations and prophetic words. We said, you know what, if we don't plan something, we're going to be disobedient. So, we're, you know, talking with my wife through it, and, you know, what would we call this? What would be our mission? Where would we go? And we put all these locations down in an Excel file. Mm-hmm. She said, baby, I need a map need a map to see what this this route looks like so i i put it down on the united states of america and i drew a line from each spot and i showed her i was like hey is this correct you know she looks and she goes, oh my goodness you drew a fish <laughs> isn't and that I amazing and I, mean, <laughs> I didn't even realize it when i was doing it because i was so close right. to it right and i i pulled off and it's absolutely a fish and
0: it was and completely was unintentional right it just came out that way
1: it just isn't it, that crazy yeah, it just came i i i I, I can't draw anything. I can't even draw a <laughs> stick figure, right? I mean, I, I could design some stuff on, on a computer, but drawing, right. um, I'm horrible. And so I was like, wow, okay, Lord, I, I see. And, you know, it's, it's interesting, too. We've been looking into the feast days over the past couple of years, you know, uh, his ways and his days, right? Trying to yeah, understand yeah. that a little bit better. And uh, we said, you know, I wonder when the day of Pentecost is starting this year. And sure enough, it happens to fall on the day that we chose to launch the tour. The day of Pentecost is when the Spirit was first poured out on man. Wow. So we're floored by that, and we're like, well, you know, we're wrapping it up in Colorado Springs on September 29th for several days. I we wonder what date that is, you know? So we look it up, and sure enough, it's the first day of the Feast of Tabernacles, right? The great end-time harvest gathering. Right. So we're going to be in Colorado Springs right after Albuquerque for eight days during the Feast of Tabernacles fellowshipping with each other. It's going to be incredible.
0: That's amazing. Now, when is it you're coming to Albuquerque?
1: Albuquerque is here in the next two weeks. I believe it's the, the, the what? Fourth through the 11th. But the event, you know, we're going to be doing different things, and we'll be posting that on the website, okay. remnantrevolution4.com remnantrevolutiontour.com dot com
2: okay
1: uh you'll click on the uh all events tab, scroll down to Albuquerque right now, there's just one thing listed, but you know we're 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 going to be having a a larger event on the ninth on saturday we're we're nailing down the venue right now where we can you know, a whole bunch of us can gather together for is that going to be an outdoor hours. or an I mean, indoor thing do you know? Uh, we're looking at both. We're looking at both. Okay. We're trying to see what the weather's going to do. Uh, okay. we, we love the outdoors. You know, every one of our bigger events yeah, have been outdoors, so to speak. But, uh, you know, we, we may do it indoors because it is Albuquerque, New Mexico, in the middle of uh, uh, se- September, August, September, whatever. It should month be pretty good weather then, I'm thinking.
0: Month. yeah, Yeah. Well yeah. I'm I'm planning on and, pl- I'm, you know, I'm planning on coming there uh, to, to, to join you guys. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I think Stella is too, actually.
1: For sure. That, yeah. that, that, that'd be amazing. Mm-hmm. And you know what what we're doing on this tour is we've been traveling around with these reawakened conferences speaking to the people. Right? So we show up, we, we, we give a speech and then we leave and it doesn't create that opportunity of fellowship. And that's what this tour is about. It's not about going out and speaking at different events. Mm-hmm. Now, we we do create those opportunities to share a story, but we we want to engage with the people. You know, we want to share testimonies. We want to edify one another. We want to we want to spend time. So we're we're not just we're we're actually creating opportunities just to meet for dinner. We're like, hey, we're going to be at dinner at this place. Join us, or we're going to go you know to this rodeo, or we're going to go play mini golf this night, or whatever the case may be. And we'll have it all listed out for the week we're in Albuquerque. But we'd love for you to join us. You know, any night that you can. And let's just you know let's just uh, for sure. let's talk about how good God is.
0: Kind of reminds me of that movie. Did you see the Jesus Revolution?
1: You know, last night we were at a location. I got to tell you a quick story. Sure. So we're 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 doing baptisms along the way. This is something that has happened. People have been looking to get baptized, and I was like, "Well, let's let's do it, right?" Yeah. And yeah, it's been. I mean, we we've baptized over thirty people along the way. They've been coming from other states to meet us. It's been so powerful. That's amazing. Last night we. We had baptisms lined up at the Trump Hotel pool, and I didn't realize, I just wasn't thinking, that, you know, Trump Hotel pool, you can't bring outside guests. Uh like, okay, we'll move to Treasure Island. We called Treasure Island. The manager said, that's fine. You can do baptisms as long as you have a key card. You can let people in. And and we had one uh, for that hotel, too, because my my mother's staying over there with our our children right now. Mm Mm-hmm. So we go over there yesterday, and we all come in, and we're all getting ready to do baptisms. And a security guy comes over and says, "Hey, you can't do baptisms here." We're like, "Oh no, we already talked to the manager. I said it was fine." He said, "Nope, it's policy." I was like, "So, what, what do you mean we, we can all go swimming though? We can?" He's like, "Oh yeah, y'all can all go swimming." I was like, "I can, I can dunk people." "Oh yeah, you can, all can, can, dunk each other, but you just you just can't say the name of Jesus."
2: Wow, because If you say the name of Jesus,
1: then you're baptizing. Oh yeah, there was eight security guards. They all came out there and, and kicked us out. And he said, I'm about to charge you with trespassing. If you if you if you put can't anybody say the word, under Jesus. The water. You, you can't you can't do it. They would not allow it. So we're like, okay, Lord, what do we do? He supplied away. He will always supply away. There was a gentleman who showed up who wanted to get baptized that lives in Las Vegas. He goes, Well, I got a pool.
2: There we're you go. Okay.
1: And there was like there there was like there was over twenty of us. It might have been twenty five of us. And we just went right down the street to his house, nice gated community, and a beautiful backyard pool with palm trees and a little, you know, fountain. And we all hung out there last night, and we had, I think, nine baptisms in this guy's pool. Lives <laughs> were changed. He always makes a what, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: And, uh, totally agree. You know, you had you'd asked me a question, and there's a reason why I was getting to that, and I forget.
0: Uh-oh. Uh, let's see. I yeah. asked you if it was going to be outdoors. I asked you when you were coming to Albuquerque. Um,
1: oh, Jesus! Revolution. Jesus Revolution. Yeah. talked so about we, that. We, yeah, we show up to this guy. We show up to this guy's house last night, right? And and in the living room on his giant TV, he's got the Jesus Revolution playing. <laughs> and and my wife and I. My wife and I, we were in Virginia Beach getting ready to re covenant this nation back to God. I'd highly recommend you go to firstlanding1607.com. Firstlanding1607.com. That's a a whole other story, but we had, you know, the Lord put us on a mission to re covenant this nation back to God right there where Reverend Robert Hunt led the three ships over from England to found the new world, and they prayed and fasted on the ships for three days, stepped foot on the ground, cut the mast of the ship, planted a giant cross on the ground, and read a declaration of covenant, covenanting this nation to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ to all the earth, and to raise up godly generations afterwards. And so through a series of situations, and it's a a, a long story, it's a very interesting one, Uh, we ended up recovenanting, having a ceremony where we actually remarried God. On April 26th of this year, Glenn Beck flew in in his private jet. Uh-huh. David Barton of the Founders Bible was there. William Fetter, Father James Altman, Michelle Bachman, all these people just showed up. It was, it was remarkable. That's
2: amazing. Yeah. So, while,
1: while, while we were there, um, I'm doing doing a site survey. It was my wife and I's 17 year anniversary, and that was the day we all went and watched the Jesus Revolution together. <laughs>
0: Pretty They're, good movie, huh? It was
1: beautiful. They're, Oh yeah. Oh it's wonderful. Yeah. Absolutely wonderful. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Really well done.
1: All and then, right. and then, you know, it, it doesn't tell the full story either. You know, there's there's more to that story. Oh, absolutely, but about, yeah. Only you know, totally so much you can
0: fit into a right. what a movie that's an hour and a half, two hours long. Hmm. You
2: know,
1: yeah. I'll tell you what, there's a lot of people right now feeling that there's another revolution coming. And, you know, our, our tour is called the Remnant Revolution, and we're just a small, you know, cosm of, w- of what's taking place right now, but we're believing that there there is something that is sparking out there, and we're seeing it. We're seeing this hunger and this thirst, and, and there's, there's a preparation for a bigger event that's about to take place. I truly do believe we're all about to watch the pharaohs of our day be destroyed. The waters are about to part, and we're going to walk out of Egypt with all the gold and the silver and the cattle and the furniture, and it's going to be for His glory, and we're going to be establishing His kingdom here on earth, and it's going to it's going to shock the world how the how the Lord makes all that happen.
0: I I, I hope you're right, Robert. I really do. I mean, I I I come on here every week, me and Stella, and our our. Our goal here is to try to open people's eyes. And so many people are asleep. They're, 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 they're basically caught up in a lot of cognitive dissonance in which they've just had so much stuff piled upon them over the past few years yeah. that they can't even think for themselves anymore. And I try to, you that's know, right. in a way, I try to shock them back into reality, into realizing what's going on. People need to be woken up. Well, and I think that's that- what you're doing, too.
3: It's yeah, a, and and and, and what you and you're, you're preparing to, I was. Uh, me, go ahead. I was at Treasure Island yesterday. Oh uh, yeah, you were, uh, weren't where, you? <laughs> yes, that's where we mm-hmm. stayed. In fact, we were having a dis- mm-hmm. discussion not about this group, but uh, down in the cafe for breakfast, we were having, you know, about, about his group, not his group, but uh, about God and yeah, and yeah. Different. So it's um, it's interesting that you came on, and wow. Uh, to discuss this subject because we were just there. We just got back last night to Albuquerque, so. Wow, coincidence! That,
1: that's that, that's amazing. That you know, no there there's no coincidences that that's, that's yeah. what I've been realizing. Oh, I've I mean, got that written down. Is <laughs> that,
0: that is true. That, I don't believe in coincidences either. And that is kind of funny that you happened to be there and he was there and yeah. But you know yeah, I think you're about ready to say, Robert. What I'm what I'm basically doing here is I'm trying to wake people up um, so that they're receptive to the truth. And then, in a way, I think you and I are both accomplishing a task together. I'm waking them up, and then you're bringing them in.
1: <laughs> well, you know, there's a preparation taking place. And, and ultimately, the battle belongs to the Lord, right? You know, He uses us. He calls us commissions. But when it's time, you know, after we're done marching for seven days, in a moment, the walls of Jericho come down. In a moment, because God gets involved, right? In a, in a moment— pharaoh releases everybody and hands all the wealth of egypt over to the hebrew slaves and they walk out to the promised land right in a moment the waters part and you turn around and the waters come and and destroy pharaoh and his army right in right. a moment in, in 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 a moment cyrus walks into babylon at night and takes over all of babylon the point i'm trying to make is when when it's time, There's always preparation, but when it's time, when God gets involved and says, now's the time, things happen in a day, in a moment, and I believe we're about to see that moment, and it's going to wake people up. Those who aren't awake yet, it's going to be a rude awakening, but it's going to be a a beautiful thing. It's going to pull people together, unlike in ways we've never seen before. You know, I mean if you remember back in 911 when that happened, mm-hmm. I mean that was a that was a small thing in respect to, you know, a, a worldwide change, but that one little event, it just brought people together for that moment, right? Yes, it did. And when we when we see this this next event, this biblical event that's about to take place, I believe there's going to be a unity um that is is going to, you know, thrust us into into this next season.
0: I hope you're right, Robert. We're just going to both keep doing what we think we're called to do. It's all we can do.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's yeah. it. And, and and don't think for a minute that anything that anybody's doing, any, anybody that's listening to this broadcast today, that is insignificant because he works all things together for the good. For them that love him or are called according to his purpose, right? Romans eight twenty eight, and that is so true. And he's constantly reminding me of that. So I'm like, oh, I'm just, you know, there's just there's this little thing that I'm involved in, or you know, oh, I'm just, you know, we're just going to dinner tonight. And then at, at the end of the night, I'm like, wow, had we not went to that dinner tonight, we wouldn't have had that one conversation, which led to this, which led to this, which led to this. He's always working everything together. It's all connected. is You know, it? believe that in fact, It's all connected.
0: Yeah, it is that's awesome well thank you Robert for what you're doing anything else you want to share
1: sure. thank you all. you know um, does, does your wife want to say just, something uh, is she is she there know. with you oh she she, she, is. she she's ironing her clothes we're getting ready to head out <laughs> Say hi Jamie
4: hey Rebecca how hey, are you
0: good Jamie how are you thank you so Wonderful. much for what you guys we are, are doing so
4: looking.
1: Uh, it's it's absolutely an honor and we're we're blessed because of all the things that are happening and we are
4: really looking forward to coming to New Mexico.
0: Yeah, well so I'm looking forward to meeting you guys when there. you come here. You too. Stella and I will both come there and meet you when <laughs> Plus, you're here yeah. in town.
4: Can't wait. Yeah. 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 All right. You
1: know, if if anybody wants to follow what we're doing, I'll just I'll just say yeah, you can yeah, go out to the info there. revolutiontour.com at 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 the top of the website at remnantrevolutiontour.com there's some social media links we're on truth telegram facebook and what we try to do is you know each each event that we are at whether it is a dinner or you know going out to a rodeo I try to take a little little video of that and I'll make a I'll make a short short video of our our experiences together and i'll post that on the social media and they're 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 fun to watch you know and i've got the baptisms on there too and some other things please oh. you know feel free to follow along and 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 comment and you know we can all we can all encourage one another you know we we don't have to be together be the church right we can assemble online now through this new technology we have yeah and that's what the church is it's the ecclesia the assembling of the people in whatever manner that is so you know just you could you can be with us uh you know in, in in the digital world for now and hopefully we can all meet up together in person exactly for sure
4: yeah, and thank you for the updates that'll that'll really help thank you so much well
0: robert yes. uh well, god god bless y'all Stay, stay safe on your travels, and we will see you when you come to Albuquer- Albuquerque again. So put that information out there one more time on how people can uh, connect with you guys.
1: Sure. RemnantRevolutionTour.com. And then on the social media, it's Banners with an S, the number four, Freedom. So Banners, the number four, Freedom.com, but also Telegram, Facebook, True social. It's banners, the number four freedom. And you can find those links at the top of Remnant Revolution. Okay.
0: Stella's making note of that. I'll add that to my website under the um, resources tab, put that on there so people can find it there too on my webpage.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, Robert, safe travels. We'll see you soon. Thank you yep. so much for calling. Okay, God bless. You too. God bless Bye. you. Shalom. Well, that's a good call, huh?
4: Yes, very. I'm glad he's coming.
0: Yeah, I talked to him the other day. Actually, Tim McLean hooked me up with him. Said, "Hey, Tim." And Tim told me, he "says Hey, this guy's coming into town, and and you guys need to connect while while we're here." So it's like I said, "Hey, you know," I, I talked to him. I said, "Why don't you call into the show?"
4: And uh, and I think I did see on uh, Joshua James' post that he was there in Las Vegas with them. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So great. Well, we'll be there.
4: Yep. I'm going to go there. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sweet.
0: Yeah. So, uh, wow. Um, power numbers. That's right. We're inviting everybody else to be there, too. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll talk about it. Um, well, let's see. We'll talk about it on that day, too. Yeah. Give everybody the info. But, yeah, like I was saying earlier, it's like power numbers. All of this stuff that the tyrants ty- try to bring down on you, uh, they try to make you feel like you're alone. They try to divide and conquer us. I mean, that's a, like a, a typical strategy that's used by tyrants. They want you to feel alone. You know, kind of like that day when I was in Costco. I made the first step. I was out there. It's like, join me. Everybody take off their masks. Stop living in fear. You know, just like Vivek Ramaswamy was talking about the climate hoax. Okay? This scam... This is a scam demic, people. Okay? This is just another flu that's out there and they made it look really, really bad by withholding treatment and actually encouraging people to do the opposite of what they should have been doing. So they made it look worse than it did. You know, it, it's a lie. It's a lie, people.
4: It's a lie, but did it's you see lie. How, how everybody attacked him, although the candidates attacked him on that issue?
0: Totally. I mean, he talked about the climate change hoax, mm-hmm. and it's like they immediately, all of these Republicans, these, these we think of Republicans as people that don't go along with what the left is pushing, but no, it's become a uniparty. Mm-hmm. And it's like they attacked him immediately. It's like as soon as he said climate hoax, oh my gosh, they all were immediately in like... In their, uh, their
4: hair stood up.
0: Their hair stood they were <laughs> Oh my gosh, no, no, we can't
4: talk about that. <laughs> they they all trampled over each other yes. trying to cut him down. They're all in the tank yeah. on
0: this scam. Mm. You know, they're in the tank for Pathetic. the the climate hoax, the scamdemic, mm. all of that stuff. So, you know, you guys need to pay attention to this. Vivek is the only one speaking out against this. And actually Trump is starting to too. He's found that people aren't going along with this. Mm-hmm. So I don't oh. know, we'll see. Um anyway. That's. Um, we'll be back here in a little bit. I want to talk some more about uh, this debate. There's a whole lot to unpack there. And then let's see. We've got uh, <laughs> talk a little bit about these scammers that are scamming <laughs> for donations. <laughs> like <laughs> anyway. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. If you've been wanting to do a podcast but don't have a studio we can produce your show here at freedom speak we can even do commercials and psas your podcast here at freedom speak studio would be complete with professional audio and video and we'll stream it to your favorite platform all you have to do is show up and talk we do the rest for details email us at becca at freedomspeaknm.com. Interested in getting your concealed carry permit? Perkins Protection Training offers state-approved concealed carry classes for both New Mexico and Utah, taught by a certified NRA instructor. Local, woman-owned, and ran by husband and wife team since 2004. Individual coaching, ensuring every student learns according to their individual needs, complete with pre-class and follow-up tutoring. One-on-one, beginner, and advanced classes also available. Mention KDAZ for 10% off class. Call 505-238-1214. That's 505-238-1214 or on the web at PerkinsProtectionTraining.com.
5: Are you a small business with unique skills that believes it can bring value to Sandia or our other national labs and would like to grow your national lab contract portfolio? Then listen up. Working with any of the national labs can be overwhelming. From the lengthy terms to the bureaucratic red tape, it can feel like these labs don't wanna work with small businesses. Nothing could be further from the truth. They want and need exceptional small businesses to be part of their supply chain. I can help you. My name is Asa Bortz Johnson, owner of Sandia Consulting Group. I spent ten years as a subcontract manager at Sandia Labs and can help you navigate the bureaucracy. My central objectives are to increase your firm's probability of winning a contract, minimize your administrative burden, shorten the time frame from proposal to purchase order, and maximize your firm's profit. Give me a call at five zero five. or go to my website at sandiaconsultinggroup.com. Schedule your no-cost meet and greet to discuss how Sandia Consulting Group can support your mission.
0: becca marie and stella i want to invite you to check out our website freedomspeaknm.com where you can check out replays of any of our previous shows you can check out the resources tab and if you want to see our pretty faces on friday morning you can also go there on friday mornings 9 a.m to noon and you can click on the rumble link and watch the live show if you're listening on KDAZ Radio, I want to thank you for listening. We appreciate KDAZ for putting us on there every week, 96.9 FM, AM 700, and streaming online at conservative conservativetalkabq.com. Have our guest, uh, Mike Mirabal, here with us today. He's actually one of our loyal listeners, and we brought him on today so he could be part of the show. Mm-hmm. Are you having fun, Mike?
3: I am now. <laughs> when I first came in, it was a little... He was all nervous. A little tough, because I'm not a, a radio talk show person, right? But, well, you're uh, doing a fantastic job. I've got a uh, lot more relaxed, and they've made me feel very welcome here. So. See, that's,
4: you, that's, could, you could be a radio talk show now. So,
2: yeah,
0: <laughs> there we host, go. Yeah. So, <laughs> we brought you in, yeah. 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 So we were talking about uh, this debate the RNC debate. And I think that these people really showed their true colors about oh, who they are. Yeah. Uh, the only one that's not completely just a uniparty hack would be Vivek Ramas- Ramaswamy. And then DeSantis, you could tell a lot of time when all this was going on between, especially be- between Ramaswamy and Pence,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, Pence really came off as being really smug And just like he knows it all and you know nothing. Mm -hmm. And I was not impressed by Pence. I like Pence even less than I did before I watched the debate. And he was like the first one to attack Vivek when Vivek was talking about the the climate hoax and what was the other thing? Oh, and about the Ukraine thing. They talked about that. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, one thing that Vivek talked about is he talked about the nuclear family.
4: and How they're breaking it down.
0: Yeah, they want to destroy the nuclear family. You know, I grew up in a nuclear family. Thank you, Mom, for that. I know Mom's watching. I had a mom, and I had a dad in the home. I had, uh, my dad went out and worked. My mom worked her butt off, uh, taking care of the house, paying the bills, making us lunch, getting us off to school. Yes, she made lunch for us and we went to school and we had breakfast before we went to school. And you hear so much nowadays about these loser parents that don't give their kids any breakfast before they go to school. And, and they expect us to have taxpayer money going to give kids breakfast because their parents are not taking care of them at home. I think that's disgraceful mm-hmm. that parents are not feeding their children.
3: You hear about that um, where... Like when they shut down schools for the pandemic and stuff, they said, "Okay, where are we gonna send these kids? How are they gonna eat? Where uh, they gonna eat at it's home?" Like, you know, I understand there. There's a lot of broken families, right? But mm-hmm. it's it, it, mm-hmm. we we've become so dependent on government feeding us, government doing everything for us. There's, the, uh, to me, I have to believe there's there's other ways for these kids to be. You know, when they stay home, who who watches them when they're sick? Who feeds them when they're sick? Somebody's got to be there. Well, for
4: during them. the pandemic, the parents were home too. Everybody was home, you right. know? So that's it. But, you know, I know that they were, uh, the, you could drive up to the school uh, drop offs and you could pick up lunches for the kids then that were yeah. at home. Yeah. Like, you know, th- I guess the parents didn't feel like they needed to cook or anything for them. They just pick up lunches for Even, that were even the parks,
3: I believe, were doing, feeding, they're still doing feeding. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, there, was, there was no reason the kids shouldn't have eat, eaten, but mm-hmm. again, we've we become dependent.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I want to play this clip uh, that Vivek was talking, and I hope it sounds better than last time. If, if not, just let's do the best we can with it, and I'll fix the problem for next week. But um, Vivek is talking about the nuclear family, and I think this is really interesting. Well, you know what?
5: I did have the ultimate privilege of two
0: parents in the house with a focus on educational achievement and I want every kid to enjoy that. So part of the problem is we also have a federal government that pays single women more not to have a man in the house than to have a man in the house contributing to an epidemic of
5: fatherlessness and I think that goes hand in glove with the education crisis as well because we have to remember education starts with the family and the nuclear family is the greatest form of governance known to mankind.
0: Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Mm. And, you know, the government is trying to destroy the nuclear family in so many ways. Okay, number one, they're demonizing men. Men are toxic masculinity. Oh, my gosh, we can't have these toxic masculine men influencing our children. And they're, they're paying. They're literally, not only do they, like, pay people not to work, and they encourage people not to work. But they also encourage people not to have a family, and encourage uh, to encourage men to be removed from the homes by paying these large amounts of 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 uh, government subsidies. They go after men and drain them for every cent that they can in child support. You don't need the men in the in the household. I mean, they're, heck, they're even they're even calling women uh, egg donor. You know, egg egg producers now. It's not enough to insult women and call them birthing people or breeders. You know, now they're just egg producers mm-hmm. and men. Men are just sperm donors, and then once they've donated the sperm, you don't need them anymore, so we're going to get them out of the house. I mean, that's the crap that we're dealing with nowadays in today's society,
2: Mm
0: that the the government's trying to destroy the nuclear family, and that's something that Vivek talked about, and I thought that was very relevant.
3: Mm -hmm. I I believe it's, like I say, it's um, creating dependency, right? As long as you're dependent on the government, they have control of whatever you do they can shut you off at any time the government you see in california where uh, they have a basic subsistence fund that they pay people that don't work no it's just basic income a lot of people don't realize that this fund that um the 1.9 trillion dollar um what what was it called the Inflation Reduction Act.
0: Yes. Yes. That which had the, nothing to do with inflation.
3: There was money that was included in that, even in New Mexico, to where they pay a basic income to people that self declare. And they say, I'm poor. You know, can you send me, give me some money? So they they pay them not working. They become dependent. They're, I believe they're allowed up to 18 months of, of pay every month. To uh essentially do nothing, so they become dependent on government, and then once that eighteen months is up, they say, "Look, the government took away my money mm-hmm. you know they they put it back on the government, so then it be, it just continues to go, and everybody's uh, like I say they're creating putting people dependent it Sounds like socialism to me. Exactly. Mm-hmm. There you go. You
0: know, just like Mike, how how they're bringing all these illegals, these refugees, these asylum seekers coming across the border, bringing as many of them in as heck. Heck, Bi- Joe Biden is even selling the materials that were purchased. Right. by approval of the Congress for the building of a border wall, selling those materials so that ne- we can no longer build the, rib- the rest of the border wall. This, guy, a is a, this guy is a treasonous traitor and right. should, be, should be prosecuted, impeached at the very minimum. But what they're doing is they're bringing these refugees and asylum seekers, millions of them across the border. They're providing them with government... Uh, health care, education for their kids. They're providing them with government handouts, free cell phones. All of this, they're basically importing this enormous dependent class of people into this country. Now now there you know there was a uh, talk, and we'll talk about this in a little bit, probably in the third hour. How there are people out there saying that these people are giving t- given twenty one hundred dollars a month. That's not exactly true or accurate, but they are giving them a lot altogether. I'm sure mm-hmm. if you added it up, it would probably add up to that much. All of this. Free government handouts and money that they're giving them, well, all while they, the people in Maui that have had their lives destroyed, they, they gave them a one-time payment of 700 bucks. These people are receiving, for crossing our border illegal, illegally, they're receiving entitlements that— most of us, you and I, we work our entire lives and pay into Social Security in order to receive uh, some kind of a guaranteed monthly Social Security right. check to to carry us over into our older years. There's
3: there's other things that are being provided for illegals that, and you have the charities, say Catholic charities, say some of the other char- charities that are out there that actually provide them with an apartment. They provide them with furniture they provide them with a job they provide them things that are not available to the local citizens we have homeless all over town and maybe they don't want to work some of them don't some of them have their mental illness issues and can't work but we're going out of our way You you talk about social security funds there's they're talking about Social Security running out, out of money, and they're going to have to start doing a 25% cutback on Social Security income. Well,
4: what they're saying is that the country's getting older, the baby boomers and everything, who are depending on Social Security right now, and the younger kids that are not working and not wanting to work are not replacing the money by you know being a working uh, generation. They're not working, so they're not adding to Social Security. So. They won't have any social security. Of course, they're not wanting to work anyway. But I, I think that amount that you say that it's not as high as they say. It depends because a lot of people, uh, like say a man comes across with six kids, it's four hundred per kid. It adds up. Mm-hmm. It's not just you know four hundred for the whole family. And then they sell these kids over again to, and that's that's where that those amounts are coming from that people get hysterical about because they're coming across with six kids. They get enough for six kids on a monthly basis. They disappear into the system. The money keeps going into their card. Kids get resold. So, yeah, I think it's pretty much what they're saying. You know, depending Well, it
0: might be, you know, mm-hmm. but but putting that exact number out there is a little bit uh, deceiving. Yeah, because you don't yeah. know how many kids yeah, are I mean, actually claiming. When you, when you add up all of these benefits that they're being given and and the payments and different things, it adds up to different amounts of money. And they're you know, I'm hearing these people are getting put up in really nice Places to live.
4: Like five-star hotels in New York? Yeah, right. Yeah.
3: You know. Well, the thing that gets me is I I never realized that government can actually give money to charities. I thought charities, they were not supposed to be giving money to charities. That's C5103? And they're they do that now. The government actually provides money so they can help. Uh, so
4: they can control.
3: Yes. Them. But... It's like when did they get authority to do that? I didn't realize they did.
0: Well, they they don't have the authority but they're doing it anyway. I mean, right. they're they're basically spending our taxpayer money and Congress is supposed to have control over how taxpayer money gets spent. But you've got these agencies, these three-letter agencies, that are out there essentially making laws and spending money without any approval from Congress. Our, our government is so screwed up right now and out of whack um, that it is no in no way functioning like a constitutional government at this point in time.
3: Well, David, what, what I've seen... Uh... Is there farming? The government is farming out all of these things that technically are not legal. I mean, you got uh, Twitter, where they farmed out to private business censorship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, they say, well, it's not us. Well, it's not us. We're not censoring you. That's a private business. Right. They got control of that. Then they sense out. They they farm out elections. They do stuff by proxy to right. get away with it. So yeah, they can exactly. say, no, we're we're not messing with the elections. That's Dominion. That's, oh, that's it's, a yeah. pri- private company. Mm-hmm. You can't access that information because it's pri- proprietary. So we can't get the information on the election from Dominion. It's pr- proprietary. It's a private business. And the courts will not force them to do that because – they're not a government agency. So that's how the this administration and going back before to the Obama administration, that's the way they got around a lot of it.
0: Well, you know, the problem is we have a whole bunch of lawyers as politicians, and they know how they can break the law without breaking the law. They right. know how they can circumvent the system. I, I, I really don't know how we how how we ever fix this. You know, I I think, you know, like our conversation with Robert we just had on the phone there that we need to have a great awakening in this country. And this is partly why I bring these things out into the light so people can see them, what's going on. It's like, okay, fine, you know, you want to go out and you want to go play golf and you go to watch your Netflix movie or you want to just bury your head in the sand. But eventually this stuff is going to come for you, too. You know, it's just a matter of time. Yeah. It's
4: going to come for you, you know. On the Gateway Pundit, they had a report that said that engineers that discovered nationwide cellular network connects uh, election equipment and gives federal government access to election systems at precinct level. So, if 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 these three letter agencies you're talking about have access to the cellular, I mean, wh- how how honest is elections going to be? How how honest is it going to be? Is Trump going to win? Yeah, are they going to let him win? This is what I'm saying. If they have control of it, we can, there's no there's no such things. Well, a fair you know election.
0: what, Stella? They're really terrified that he can win, mm-hmm. and this is why they're well, doing you, what you they're doing. Tell they're terrified. They're terrified. Mm-hmm. This is why they've got and, and essentially what is going on. The real Rico charges and the right. racketeering going on is this network of da's across the country that are colluding together to basically interfere with our next election they're all working together i think it the more you know i i say indict trump four more times indicting 10 more times it's just making you know it more because what you're doing is you're building a case against yourself you bunch of corrupt scumbags you were building a corrupt you're building a a RICO case against yourself.
3: Now, it, I I laughed when I heard about these RICO charges, because back in July, I mentioned on Facebook, and my wife can swear to this, I told her, I says, you listen to me, because I'm going to bring up RICO, but not towards Trump, mm-hmm. towards biden's crime family Mm because they that was a racket they were racketeering they were bringing in money and he was pocketing money (laughs) and you see how they changed it over to trump the republicans didn't jump on it Mm -hmm. and and nobody jumped on it and said hey this is right this is a racket and instead the democrats turned it around a month later and Charge Trump with RICO charges. That's what we say about every
4: week on this show. Everything that they do is what they accuse us of doing. But Exactly. They do it first, and then they, they accuse us of doing it. Or the Republicans are right-wing, whatever you want to call us conservatives. But they all think of and plot things, and all these people that are plotting against him now are all left-wing Democrat Democrats soros run DAs, you know
0: And the problem is stella is that okay yes you and i we're registered republicans and we vote republican but the problem is is the lot a lot of the representatives that are out there supposedly working for us and i think it really really shined a light on this if you guys did not watch the rnc debate i think for educational purposes you need to watch it so that you can see how these people They're all in the tank for the same kind of nonsense that the Democrats are doing. They're all in it. They're all in on the scamdemic. They're all in on the climate change nonsense. They're all in on it. The Ukraine stuff Mm -hmm. in which they are sending hundreds of billions of our hard-earned taxpayer money without any congressional approval over to Ukraine. It's being laundered. It's ending up who knows where. And— you know, I, I heard Sammy mentioning the other day about this whole thing. They're not even necessarily even keeping all that equipment in Ukraine when we send it to them. They're selling it off onto the black market. And then it ends up back, it, it may very well end up back down in Mexico with the cartel. Because we see these things armed with state-of-the-art American weaponry. It's like, where do you mm-hmm. think they're getting it? Mm-hmm. Right.
3: Where do you think and they're arms, getting it? Arms dealers. And there's no accountability for the the billions of dollars that we've sent to Ukraine. Ukraine was supposedly one of the most corrupt countries in the world. That's why Russia and, dis- despises them. And you know? we sent we've sent what 130 billion dollars to Ukraine so far. And so far. So far. Mm-hmm. And nobody knows what they're doing with it. Nobody knows what They're there's the no, are. There's they no accounting know. going on. Right. They they're talking about providing benefits for the <laughs> yeah, for the yeah. Ukrainians. Walking around money,
0: <laughs> retirement
3: benefits. Right, exactly. So it's like, where's, you know, how come there's not anybody saying, hey, where is this going? Where's, where is our Why Congress? Why isn't anybody
4: saying anything about anything, especially about the Biden crime family? They've been proven. I mean, they have video audio. They have every, all the information that they are corrupt. They've accepted bribes and, I mean, coerced them out of China. I mean, they have conversations and everything, and then they make fun of us. Oh, they were calling asking about the weather on this phone. I mean, everything is just a farce. Everything is a joke to them, and we just sit here, and no one is, is doing anything. Why hasn't anybody i mean jim jordan i just heard now is saying that he's going against georgia to try to get those uh, charges dropped against trump but you know jim jordan just one person why haven't why haven't they checked on the biden family why haven't anybody started prosecuting them
3: well you talked about the network of district attorneys across the nation you look at merrick garland who's you know the top He's guy. the head of the, he's hey. the head of that cabal, right? Well, so what is what about Merrick Garland? What happened to him? He was up for Supreme Court, and they stopped him from becoming. So, I mean, well, they knew who would, what a corrupt, yes, corrupt but person he was. Who would have a bigger grudge than Merrick Garland against to to get back at the, at the Republicans? Right? Mm. Merrick Garland has done the he they've destroyed our justice system. There is no penalty for committing crimes anymore. No, not if you're a Democrat. Right. But it's, you know, you got mob rule now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Who is this in Chicago? Johnson, the new mayor in Chicago, says, oh, you can't call them mobs. You know, they're Mm -hmm. 16-year-olds, right? 17-year-olds. Well, who better than to run in there and just destroy someone's store? They don't realize those those stores that's their money they've got an investment in that and they that what do they do instead of $250 they raise it to $1000 so each one of them can steal a thousand and get off scot free without any kind of
0: Well felony. you know Mike they need it you know they're you know they they that's, grew up in a, they grew up in a broken home you know they they, they didn't have a good family life they they're, they're disadvantaged you know they don't have white privilege they get so you know name. they're entitled to this it's
3: DEI right yeah, Isn't
0: that's right. That's right. That's <laughs> DEI a at at work.
2: Absolutely.
0: So, yeah. You know, I was uh, you know, I mentioned Vivek Ramaswamy a lot during this debate because he's the only one that was making sense during this whole ridiculous debate. Uh, I you know, I was watching the thing uh, with uh, him, him and Pence going at it, and DeSantis was just standing there with a perplex, perplexed look on his mm-hmm. face, like he had no, no, no. I have no idea what I'm going to do. And reminded me of the thing on American Idol, you know, where, where you had uh, had a couple of the women there fighting, and and one of the guys was in between, and he says, "God, I feel kind of like a human scratching post right now." And that's <laughs> that's kind of what. That's kind of what DeSantis looked like. It's like, oh, my gosh, I'm right in between this, you know.
4: He looked like he was in shock. Huh? He, 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 did. <laughs> he did. He did. He had
0: no idea what to say. And, you know, while everybody was piling on to Vivek, uh, uh, I think not necessarily what DeSantis said, but what he did not say and what he did not do is telling, um, you know, the truth of the matter is DeSantis lies all the time and says that he did not close down Florida. He did mm-hmm. not issue mandates. Yes, they did lock down Florida. For a short period of time, wasn't as long as other places, but I've said this before. He locked down Florida, okay? He, you know, unconst- that's unconstitutional to lock people down, period. We're supposedly living a free country in this country. It's like you don't lock people down. You don't issue mandates, Okay. You can advise people and say, hey, I think this is what's going on, and we think that a mask will help you, and it's up to you. We're going to leave it up to you, kind of like uh, Christy Nome." Up in North right. uh, South, Dakota. South Dakota. Yeah, you know, she she said that, and it's like she didn't lock people down. You know, and in fact, I'm going to go on a little vacation up to South Dakota here. I'm leaving this weekend. I'm going to talk to some people up in South Dakota, and I'm going to find out uh, what what exactly what the deal is in South Dakota. I'm going to find out if that is actually true. And when I get back, I'm going to talk about it.
3: Well, when, the way this lockdown started out was Trump came out with a fourteen fourteen day. Uh, kind of not a lockdown per se, but you know, with to slow the curb to, to slow the surge, you know, because hospitals were getting overrun, so which we did, they were not. Well, so they so they claimed, in fact, I even went down here to Presbyterian, I believe they had a bunch of frozen freezer trucks out there for so, the all the bodies, right? Right, oh. which there probably weren't any bodies in, yeah, them. I have no idea, yeah, but he said 14 days and he wanted. To open right back up after 14 days. Well, what happened is they said, no, you can't do that. This is our state, You know, the Democrat states. There's, what, 26 Democrat states across the country, I believe, controlled by Democrat governors. Mm-hmm. And they said, no, you can't open back up. So, so what they did is they shut down all these states, right, which affected the economy. And then, then they used it to say, oh, well, under Trump, he shut down the economy. Mm-hmm. At the end, when he left, the economy was slowing down. Well, he told us it was going to happen. He told us that when they opened back up that we were going to have a great economy, one of the best economies mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. He just didn't get put in office. He just didn't get elected. So what happened? He was right. The economy took off, right? Which was what what we expected. But then what happened? Biden shut down our energy supply and yeah. then created inflation by putting $7 trillion back into the economy and created inflation, which also caused the Federal Reserve to raise funds, raise interest rates. Uh, and now we're paying, we, the taxpayer, are like paying $10,000 a year extra that people and people say, oh, the- he- Biden comes out and says, it's working. Well, it's not working. He, he can't even see it. With a <laughs> oh, it depends
0: it depends on your definition of whether it's working. To him it's working exactly what he wants to is working. But did he you say, it, it's working that he's destroying our country? Did is you say how working. he
4: said it though? How he walked it? it's working, it's
3: working, it's working. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's right. creepy when he does that, it but you know, and and he he's bragging about inflation drop by down to three percent. Well from when he came in we're over 16% inflation and that's not including gas prices and, and food a lot of a lot of the cpi type. Uh, so that's 16% overall and it's even higher than that when you start looking what we actually have to pay in interest rates and uh, yes. inflation. And,
0: the okay. thing that people don't think about is what's happening is the value of the buying power of a dollar has dropped significantly. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what's going on. So, hey, you're listening to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. Uh, in the next segment, I want to just real quickly, I want to kind of wrap up that topic that we're talking about. I um, want to talk about talk about uh, Trump being booked in Atlanta uh, the other day. And then we want to get into that Tucker Carlson interview with the Capitol Police Chief. I I want to talk about that. I got a lot of clips from that and a lot of notes. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.